0: what up what up what up
1: hey y'all it's in the cut and we're back
0: we bet and we back and we back i tried to do the chance the rapper um i realized i I, I still can't do it work
1: um (laughs) um yeah it's been a it's been a little while uh but we have two back-to-back episodes coming out so Feeding you what you need. <laughs> um, we have a really amazing guest on the show today. Her name is Nabila Hussein. Hussein. Um, she plays Layla on Brown Girls, which we have just been obsessing over the past few weeks.
0: Um, yeah, so if you have never heard of Brown Girls, the web series, um, definitely pause this episode. Watch the trailer. then Watch the whole hyped, web series. Watch the whole web series. Grab a friend. Like it's good. it's telefriend. really really funny and like relatable it's i feel like it's one of those things where you're watching it and it's just like breath of fresh air didn't know that i was like missing that i mean we all knew that like the media can be better or like shows could be more representative but yeah this Ooh. definitely has a vibe it um, vibes <laughs> no
1: it's, it's so like interesting though cuz when i'm watching i'm like oh like I've done that before. I mean, my friends have said, like, it's so, so relatable and it just makes me feel really good.
0: Yeah, and, like, well-written. and um, It's based in Chicago. Um, it's, it centers around the friendship of these um, two girls who are sort of, like, freshly out of college, like, in their So 20s. finding their way, kind of yeah. just doing this, doing um, that. Kind of like the age range of the show Girls, but um, it's, like, the concept is that it's, like, a queer people of color kind of circle um, based off of a real-life friendship with the writer and... Um, Fatima,
1: who went to graduate from Brown a few
0: years ago. Um, yeah, and her best friend, Jamila Woods, who you guys might have heard of from being, like, um, one of the sort of, like, rising R&B singers coming from out Chicago. of Chicago right now.
1: Um, so, yeah, we got to chat with her, and she's super, super chill, super down-to-earth, um, very funny, and... Um, Shout out to Taylor for coordinating that whole thing, because it's been a long time coming, and, you know, people are busy, actors are busy, so thanks, Tay, for doing all (coughs) of what you do. Lol.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm very hyped, and I think this show has a lot of potential to, like, have more episodes um, and, like, maybe get picked up. Yeah, um,
1: like an Issa Rae type awkward black girl to insecure type deal. Mm-hmm. We're hoping for it, so we're trying to get you on the wave now before
0: it's really <laughs>
1: popped off. Right so listen, listen to listen to us. Um, yeah, we're starting a new segment on the show where we just play one of our songs all the week that we're vibing with. And this week, we are vibing with a song called Her Side Story by Hair Squed, I think it's pronounced. It's H-A-R-E space S-Q-U-E-A-D. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're a group, they're a three-person group from Ireland, and they're really cool black boys. And yeah, so tune in, and then we're going to jump into our interview uh, after. Thanks. Uh,
2: Whenever the sun don't shine on the west side, you know I'm sitting right here like your side. Baby, I'm down for you, I'm down for you. Say, baby, I'm down for you, I'm down for you. Whenever the sun don't shine on the west side, you know I'm sitting right here like your side.
0: baby, I'm down for you. We what
2: we don't need to pop no beans, no, we still have a good time Once you make it right for me
0: I mean, I can make it right for you
1: Hey, hey, no, I keep it real shorty You make it real shorty You want this thing real quick
0: Hello? Hey, Nabila? Hello. Hey, it's
1: Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hey, it's Stephanie, the other host. <laughs> Hi Stephanie! <laughs> nice to see you.
0: We're just like very excited to have you on the show today.
1: Very excited! I'm Thank very you so excited. much for
0: sitting and talking with us. I'm excited to be here. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we got this to work out. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean. I feel like there was a lot of buzz. Um. On the interwebs when. Um, the pilot uh, or the trailer um first dropped of Brown Girls and then Jamila Wood's song and things Definitely. like that um and I was very excited um and then um I feel like people have just been talking since Non-stop. Um, since it dropped <laughs> um so could you talk a little bit about like how you came to be involved with brown girls um in in the first place
2: Sure, um yes, we were all actually. We were all very excited as well. I'm sure um, you've noticed as uh, some of our interviews have been. In. Um, mm-hmm. This, is, this um, caught us all by a really beautiful surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was something that I don't think any of us sort of expected. So we're, we're, I'm just ever so grateful that um, it's been received so well. Um, we got involved, or I got involved with Brown Girls because of uh, Fatima. Um, Fatih called me one, uh, I think it was like February of last year, just asked, Mavs, are you still acting? And I had mentioned that I was, but the one, the piece that I had just done was like um, an operetta uh, with a nearby school for their production of the Mikado. And she said, would you like to audition for a script that I wrote? And um, I said, sure. And she said, they're accepting video auditions this week. Um, and uh, and I'll send you the whole script. So she sent it to me and it was great. And I, I, I sent in a tape of mine and, um, a few weeks later, uh, Sam had written an email that said, we'd love for you to play Layla. And then come August, we shot this film in, in two
0: weeks. Oh, wow. A oh, cool. in two weeks, yeah. <laughs> it definitely has summer vibes, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. um what was kind of like the process to fundraise and share and distribute the show and how did that process start and how did it kind of snowball into the final product
2: okay yes so as far as i'm aware and i'm not 100 percent sure of this but this is just what i've gathered from what they've mentioned um we won a um sort of a grant i don't know if i'm saying this incorrectly um with a um With a company in Chicago, and I believe that was about thirteen thousand dollars that we won as a mid-sized series uh, uh, to put on the production. And Sam, uh, we she knew I think that she needed like a twenty thousand dollar budget, and she or Fati inspired her to do a GoFundMe page, so Mm -hmm. we supplied the remainder million thousand dollars from GoFundMe, just almost like days up to and actually within the filming, we mm. hit our goal, and um, and that was really that was really wonderful. Um, I know that Sam had been um, up keeping up with posts that are on the GoFundMe page, just to let our donors know what's been happening um, with with the contributions that people have made, and that was nice to actually see that even a part of the cast crew. Um, to see her transparency through that page. Um, yeah, and that's how we did it. I think, yeah, $20,000 budget, but I gotta tell you, girlfriends, I, I don't know what that means for the life of me, for how, <laughs> this, how it's being paid for, or how this works in production, and, and the person to answer that, I'm sure, fully and confidently would be, would be
0: Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, But that's cool. I mean, it sounds like Chicago is just such a supportive place for, like, young creative people. Um, And I feel like that was also kind of reflected in um, some of the topics in the show. Um, And I was wondering, I mean, when I first saw the trailer, the fact that it was based in Chicago, I'm from New York, and I feel like there are just a million and one, like, young person in New York shows and concepts, but I was really intrigued by it being in Chicago. And so what do you think, like, Um, the chicago base like, brings to the show?
2: Um, I think Chicago... So I'm not originally from Chicago. I'm originally from Boston, more specifically um, Cambridge and Somerville in in Massachusetts. Um, But uh, one of the things that I personally really liked about going on set and shooting uh, was that it it, it felt sort of familiar to me um, in its... um, in its like multicultural aspect of Tilson, Chicago, which is like just outside of um, I'm, what I'm told is like downtown Chicago, and uh, and it's very similar to the Cambridge Somerville feel, uh, Somerville feel, <laughs> and um, and so that I think that's about sort of the thing I can relate to um, from from what I see Chicago as, and then I guess the the other thing is is. I remember going into the film set thinking, okay, this is a part of the script and this is what's sort of written and this is sort of Fatih's story and her love for Chicago and this particular neighborhood in Chicago and that's and that's, and that's, what, that's all that means um, as opposed to thinking about how this compares to sort of the grand scale of how Chicago is more in the media. So that was also nice to be placed mm-hmm. as an actor in a very um, specific time and place mm-hmm. that the story takes
1: um takes place Mm in um that sounds really really awesome i visited chicago recently for the first time and it definitely has like a young creative scene um musically and just like aesthetically that i think is really uh important and cool and um for sure and and i'm sure sure. (laughs) and i'm sure um brown girls has been kind of in the same conversation as like atlanta or insecure and i just was wondering what are what do you think is the importance of like young people of color telling their own stories through um, TV and film?
2: Oh, I think, it's, I think it's, it's very important. And I think the concept and the discussion of um, representation is sort of becoming more and more uh, highlighted, at least in, in my peripheral. Um, I don't come from a an acting or a film um uh, formal background, so for me coming from sort of the science and uh, tech world into this, I am actually learning as I go on day by day how how much of a thirst there is um, to feel like what you see on mainstream media reflects who you are and how you live. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and I got to tell you that's been eye opening and heartwarming at the same time to know that somehow, some way Brown Girls is looped into this evolution of all of these shows yes. that, are, that are groundbreaking and, and making people feel. Yeah. So,
1: that's, so that's really all exciting. Um, I was wondering if you think that you're similar to your character that you play on the show and is there a certain scene that resonates with you the most? I think one of the scenes that resonates with me was when you kind of told your the sister that you have on the show that you were queer and you're really nervous but she kind of just really embraced you and i really liked your relationship
2: uh yeah i think i think i actually absolutely can relate to Layla. um one of the things that um i tried to ask fati um just before the filming i said you know fati i know this is sort of related is uh the writer of the show i said you know i um I know that this is probably either inspired by your life or something. So what should I do? Should I read all of your poetry? What's happening? Because you wrote a lot and there's all of that <laughs> stuff all, all over. And she said, she said no, no, please don't, okay? Just, just be, try and be yourself. And really, this is not rather about me. So she didn't give me direction, but she told me the intent of the story. She said, this is less about me and my profession and what I do. And it's more about you and me and our friendship. Jen- Ashbreed, Khadijah, Rahan, uh, and who we grew up with and, and our stories and our our awkwardness and our funny interactions. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of that. And, uh, and then I said, okay, great. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Well, I'm a unicorn because that, that does nothing to me. That's just telling me to go on set and read the lines as I would if I was talking to my friends growing up. Um, when I had gotten on set um uh, sam mentioned a very similar thing when i asked her uh uh, to try and say you know should i read about certain biographies and and film and what it's like to be uh in front of a camera this is my first time on camera and Mm -hmm. so so i said she said no please just don't don't do any of that Mm -hmm. i will come on set and i will direct you just Mm -hmm. learn your life i said Mm great so that's up until the day of the shoot, I I walked in and I felt so, um, you know, in your head, when you set yourself up to a certain standard of what you think you should prepare to, and you don't do that because you're not, you know, you're told not to, like naturally I felt, okay, great, I'm not prepared, all I know are my lines, fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember she sort of gave the direction and for most of the part she just enjoyed uh, the conversations that we um, had um, through the script and, um, and a lot of it was just us bringing who we are and what we um, how we behave with our friends. So yes, I can absolutely relate to Lila in that way. Um, was there a scene that particularly that I loved? Um, oh man, so many of them, they're so good. Um, <laughs> I think I particularly loved um the last scene, um, when we had sat down, uh, so it's me and Patricia sitting down and I don't want to give anything away, I guess, um, uh, leading from your earlier statement, but, um, (laughs) we just sit on the bed and we kind of just recollect and say, you know what, um, things happen and, um, um, like, let's just, we're going to keep going forward. I hear that. (laughs) And And that was one of my one of my definitely favorite parts because God, we've had so many of those conversations with our girlfriends and guy friends and friend and it's like
0: everyone, yeah.
2: So, so that's always
0: nice. Yeah, especially once it's like you're out of college. I mean, we're still in college, but I can imagine just from like having to sort of figure out what do I want my next steps to be, et cetera, and just like sitting down with my friends and stuff like that. Um, But I mean, another thing I I was wondering is like, are you guys um, like in conversation about like future plans for the show? Um, I know that you've been getting like a lot of attention. um, So I imagine there's like some demand. Um, we, uh, I as for brown
2: girls, I have absolutely no idea. In fact, it's it's been so nice. I actually just saw um, Fatima last week um, uh, when we were in San Francisco for Campfest, and she said something like, Naps, uh, uh, the, Sam and I, we want to share, we're not sure yet, things are kind of in the works, and I said, you know what, it's really lovely to be surprised when you guys do find out for definite. So I think they are sort of going and speaking, but I am happy uh, waiting to be surprised when they find out what what is happening next. So
0: yeah. I don't
2: have an answer for you. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's cool. Um, do you think that, um, like, if the show... Well, I think, like, as um, sort of, like, on the outside viewers... Um, people sort of saw, um, like, Awkward Black Girl go to HBO and, like, it was a similar show yet different, like, um, do you think that, like, if the show were to be, like, picked up by a company, um, like, do you have any ideas about, like, what you would want to, like, stay the same or, um, any thoughts or concerns you might have about, like, the show, um, moving into another phase? Um, I I
2: probably won't be the per- the right person to answer this um, with um, uh, with confidence because this is something that I think the creators of Brown Girls uh, will speak um, more about hopefully hopefully soon. <laughs> um, as far as I think awkward black girl which I just I just love love that mm-hmm. show I remember watching uh, the whole season just because I came by it while we were filming
0: mm-hmm. in Chicago
2: and I laughed and I laughed it was it was such a such a great time I, <laughs> I actually stayed with Jamila for the two weeks that I was in Chicago oh, wow. so t- talk about intersectionality it also so weird. Right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so when she was out, she was she was on a couple of concerts at the time that we were there. I just had the place to myself, and I was like, "What do I do with myself?" Well, okay, I will look into similar mediums of of well, brewing, and um, because I actually hadn't been aware of sort of um, web series until Brown Girls sort of started brewing back in back in um, February of last year. So so then I, I like went online and I looked at uh, Awkward Black Girls, which I have been recommended to see by my friends prior but but my memory so that I forget anyway so then I watch the show I watch the whole thing and I just I like cry laughing I'm all by myself in her in her beautiful studio apartment and I'm just sitting there like I'm all by myself I'm laughing with myself <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, and the fact that it got picked up and and HBO loved it and the world is and and like it, our nation's loving it I mean it's just it's something that that it gives, I'm sure it would make everyone who feels like they've delivered a beautiful product into the world would go to that step and, and would go to a place where we, we show a broader audience, um, and the answer to that for brown girls, my friends, I don't know. Still,
1: okay?
2: So, so that, is, that is absolutely what I'll tell you, but that's my little tidbit
1: for the love of Uncle Black Girl. Oh, God! Um, sure, you mentioned, like, being inspired by Issa Rae's show. Is there anyone else you're inspired by, like, musically? You mentioned Jamila Woods, um, just other women of color, anyone else? Oh, well, man, what a lovely question.
2: Um... <laughs> Um, hmm. I, I think, I think the first and and most impulsive answer that comes up and I'm, I'm just going to share it is really like, like almost all of them. Um, when I had first gotten news about this and we're in this day and culture where we've got, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, like every other medium that you can think of to get an information or the biography about a person online. Um, it's when you don't find it, you start to scratch your head and say, what's happening? Who is this alien, right? <laughs> but but at least it's, that's at least how, how I navigate through my through my work. A lot of my work is, is very much dependent on the computer. And um, so when I had first received an email from this fam with all everyone's emails uh, as a part of the cast, at this time it wasn't the crew yet. Um, I remember looking all of them up. So I had all of my tabs open and almost every single person, I believe with the exception of myself and Sonia, um, who played Patricia, um, were, were, uh, were practicing, um, were, were acting, um, for their professional job. And when you come to figure this out and you see all of their headshots and resumes and websites, you're sort of like, wow, they're, they're doing this. They're amazing. And you take that intimidation and all of a sudden you make it like, you make it work for, um, for how it inspires you. And when I got on set, that's exactly sort of how I felt, is almost inspired by what they do, and I I made it a conscious effort to say, okay, all of these people are used to this. What can I do to bring my best and capable self to them so that they can then... Um, mold me into into whatever it is that they they want, they'd like to deliver, um, and so that was inspirational. Just seeing that entire cast um, of people who are pursuing um, acting professionally um, and all their all of their impressive bios.
0: Um, so so it's yeah, that. <laughs> that's cool. And like yeah. I'm not um, I don't really know much about acting, but I mean I definitely thought that there were a lot of relatable moments, and you guys definitely <laughs> brought out some spirit of, like, awkward yet really cool and, like, have a kind of swag and, like, trying to hit this brunch and <laughs> also don't know what's going on with my love life, like, kind of thing. Um, Super and relatable. I, Yeah, definitely loved, like, all the different elements, especially bringing in, like, um, Patricia's relationship with her mom, your relationship with your sister in the show. Um, yeah, I think I'm definitely feeling inspired by what you guys created Mm -hmm. um so Uh, we just
1: want to say thank you so much for your time and just like talking to us about this really amazing show we really appreciate it and yeah thanks so much
0: well thank you for inviting me yeah um and we're definitely (laughs) excited for whatever you guys do next um we will definitely keep an eye out maybe have an in the cut part two um, from the other side of graduation, like. <laughs> um, I'm sure I will find out the same day you guys find out. I
2: think that's how they're gonna
0: announce it. I don't, I don't I that's my expectation at this point. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, I will catch you later, or probably on the interwebs. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Bye. Thank you, guys.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: This was In The Cut, hosted by me, Stephanie Hodges, and Taylor Hosking. We were edited and produced by Joyce Pharma. This podcast was brought to you by The Daily Pennsylvanian. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode.